This week on Access Louisville, we're going to talk about a slew of restaurant news. Also, NBA to Louisville's got a whole new thing going on. We're going to talk about what it means for a potential NBA team here in Louisville. It's all we're talking about. Stick around. joining us. My name is David Mann, and joining me today is Zach Owens. What is up, guys? Brooke Timmons. Hi, hi. And Haley Cawthon. Hey there. Access Louisville is a weekly podcast from Louisville Business First. Each week, we bring you the latest news and the sharpest opinions on this city we love, Louisville, Kentucky. But before we do that, I'm going to start this show the way I always do, with a difficult question for our panel. So guys, a big story on our website this week was that Kroger unveiled a new logo and some new branding figures, little characters that they call Kroji, which is like Kroger and emoji mixed together. No laughing. It's very serious. <laughs> um, so my question to you guys is, A, what do you think of this new Kroger branding? And B, if you're brave enough, tell me the name, tell me a local company that you think needs a branding refresh. And it doesn't have to be a company. It could just be like a local uh, facility or something like that too. Uh, so I'm going to start with Brooke because Brooke designs things for a living and probably has some really professional opinions on this thing. So um, I really like the new Kroger branding. Um, I love the K. I love the app. Um, mm-hmm. You know, logo. Um, I really like the way they they just kind of freshened the brand. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's really working. I have. I'm not. Jerry's still out on the the Krogies. I I don't know about that, um, but I really like the the fresh branding just of the of the Kroger logo. I like it too. It kind of looks um, old school, but I don't think it is. It right, looks like something yeah. from the '70s, but I don't think it is from the '70s. Yeah, I I think they did just like a really nice like yeah. refresh. Zach, what do you think? I like it. I think it's very modern and sleek, and mm-hmm. I'm fully on board with the Kroji. You like the Kroji yeah, too? I'm going to be an early adopter. Yeah, yeah, Great. yeah. We're all going to have Kroji <laughs> running around. How about you, Haley? Uh, I'm going to dissent just to be ornery. Um, (laughs) I thought the whole K and the G connecting was lame. Um, (laughs) Thought the font could You can't keep K's next to G's? What do you think? Well, like the the swirls. Yeah. The swirlies. (laughs) I'm doing motions with my hands, so if you're watching this on video, you know what I'm talking about. But I thought, you know, it wasn't modern enough. I thought it was just okay. It kind of reminded me of, like, the way Pizza Hut brought back its logo. It looks like a Kroger logo from, from years ago, but... Uh, so, second question, tell me a local company or, uh, or facility that you think needs a refresh. I'm going to give you mine first so no one steals it. 4th Street Live, uh, I think, is ready for a refresh. I, I would second the that. Way, the way Live is written is just straight out of, like, 1999 or whenever that uh, thing was drawn. Yeah. It's like it's been there for tw- almost 20 years now. I think it opened in 2000 or 2001. So it's like you got your money's worth on that uh, that, that scribbly Live font. Yeah. Like, go ahead and change that. Like, update that. I'm but pretty sure every one of those Cordish properties across the country look like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, it, and it's kind of got this. I mean, and even the signage, like, it looks kind of worn at this point. Well, it's right so. outside of our office. I can't tell you how many times I go downstairs to leave or yeah. go home or whatever, and there's tourists outside taking photos with it. And I'm like, really? Really that? Really? You're taking that's, photos with that? There's so many great things in the city. <laughs> that's what you're taking a photo with. I know. What if it just said 4th Street? That would be fine. I would be totally okay <laughs> with it. It's just a live that I don't like. So uh, anybody, anybody else got any? Uh, 
branding suggestions for our, our readers. I'm thinking on a much more like national level. It, it, this this brand does have a presence here in Louisville, and that's Ford. Um, I think that it's it just needs like a quick refresh. I'm not like I don't think we need to reinvent the wheel. Um, don't like the blue oval. I, I, Maybe change the sh- change the oval shape just a little bit. I don't know, just like a little bit of a refresh. And I think that a good example of a corporate rebranding um, that happened uh, that kind of just brought it into the current times was UPS. Yeah, yeah. they kind Agreed. of got rid of the little uh, parcel ties yeah. Yeah. and just. It's the, the same brown shield same and brown gold shield, letters. Yeah, but they just kind of freshened it up um, for yeah. a modern look yeah. and, and didn't kind of lose their all of their branding. So I think maybe Ford could could freshen a little bit. How about you, uh, Haley? So you kind of took my earlier example. I was going to reference Pizza Hut, who reverted back to one of their old logos, which I thought was smart, and I like that old logo better. It's back when Pizza Hut was good. (laughs) Ouch. (laughs) 1970. Deep cuts. Um, But I I was going to suggest um, maybe Papa John's is in due for a refresh. I think we've written about... They they just did one, though. They did. It's kind of like blocky letters. Yeah, they did like a blocky letter refresh that was like never rolled out. It's not being used on any of their products. Oh, really? Okay. Um, It's not being used on any of their locations that I can tell yet, Um, at least not here <laughs> locally yeah. um but i thought you know maybe go out there with that and see if it works or just yeah. there's so many changes going on with papa john's i think the the logo and the branding is due for a refresh too yeah how about you zach yeah the retro theme is uh, very successful uh the the pizza hut uh throwback kind of reminds me of what miller light did a few years ago and it was really successful for them they went back to their you know 1970 1980 yeah. logo uh Local, though, and UofL is kind of on this bandwagon also, is uh, uh, the UofL Cardinals. They're, you know, bringing back the Duncan Cardinal oh, on the yeah. basketball floor. And the old school football Cardinal, too. I saw him somewhere. Yeah. It's in the new football players' <clears throat> lounge. Yeah. They really need to roll that out across the department, I think, because the uh, lettering and that old English L, yeah. I, I don't know, just feels kind of stale. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with that, too. Um, one other one I'll, I'll throw out there, KFC Yum Center, the the – Everything's fine. It's just that the Pizza Hut logo on that, I think, is like the Pizza Hut logo from whenever it was built. So, like, they need to, they just need to, like, refresh that a little bit because it's got the three Yum brands, Taco Bell, KFC, and Pizza Hut. And I think the KFC and Taco Bell ones are probably on point with their current branding, but um, the Pizza Hut one just looks kind of old. It's, like, black with gold letters, and um, we don't see that Pizza Hut branding anymore, but... Uh, anyway, that's all I'm gonna. Uh, that's all the time I'm gonna waste on that nonsense. I'm gonna move us on to some restaurant news, which uh, nary a week goes by when we don't talk about restaurants. But I wanted to have Haley here um, to talk about a couple things she's written lately. The first one is uh, the Golf House's new restaurant. So what's the the concept there? So it's called Walker's Exchange, and it was originally uh, marketed as a Kentucky-style brasserie with some seafood, some French dishes, mm-hmm. um, some flatbreads, that type of stuff. And I showed up there um, earlier this week, and I was surprised to find <laughs> that it's Chef Alan Rosenberg yeah, of Butchertown yeah. Pizza Hall behind the kitchen. We had originally reported that Harold Brown, formerly of Gary's on Spring, he was chefed behind that concept. Huh, okay. He was originally oh. supposed to take over Walker's Exchange, and I don't know, I asked about that, and they didn't elaborate, and so 
Alan Rosenberg is the new chef at Walker's yeah. Exchange, and um, I think many people are going to be excited to hear that he kind of revamped the menu, and yeah. um, he said he's calling it Alan's Greatest Hits. Yeah, some of his old favorites. Some of his that. old favorites, <laughs> uh, definitely some Butchertown Pizza Hall yeah. favorites on there, like um, Fig and Pig, or yeah. I forget specifically what the names are, but anyways, that opens officially the 8th. Yeah. Whatever day that is, that tomorrow. <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, yes, <laughs> Days are all running yeah. together. Yes. It opens tomorrow and it's <laughs> We're open recording for on breakfast, Thursday, lunch, and dinner. For everyone's <laughs> yeah. reference at home. Um, and, uh, you know, I thought, I thought that was pretty cool that they, they finally updated it. Did you guys get a chance to look at the photos? What did you think of it? I think they did a really nice job with the space. I yeah. did too. I think it looked really uh, nice and modern, clean. Yeah, and uh, v- various parts of the Galt House, obviously, speaking of refreshes, have been uh, getting refreshed. They're they're in the midst of, what, an $80 million renovation? Yeah, it's an $80 million renovation. Our reporter, commercial real estate reporter, Marty Finley, has been following this. Pretty Friend of the show. Yeah, <laughs> uh, pretty significantly. And uh, I think the West Tower is getting close to being finished. Mm-hmm. So we need to keep an eye out on um the last touches like the lobbies look different um you can really start to see the changes yeah what once you walk inside yeah it's long overdue oh yeah i think even they admitted that it was long overdue so there's still a couple bathrooms like the you know on the floors not like in the rooms but yeah where you walk in it looks like the golden girls in there (laughs) (laughs) i just remember the carpet i I, you know it's like a very shining yeah dark uh dark colored carpet yeah yeah, um, so glad to see a Galt House uh, refresh. And Haley, I think you mentioned in that story that's Louisville's largest hotel. Is that right? Yeah. You, um, it has over 1,100 rooms, I want to say. Yeah. So. so pretty significant. And it's a huge restaurant. It's 8,600 square feet. Yeah. So yeah. huge. Seats yeah. 250 people. That is absolutely huge. So um, uh, it's good to see Alan Rosenberg working there. He's had a couple different ventures. Uh, which didn't work out, but he's a great cook. Uh, he also, uh, what was it, Fauntleroy's? Um, Papalinos. Papalinos. Oh, yeah, yeah. Papalinos. So he had a place Papalinos at Norton Commons, too, or must uh, he else? He was part of the people who started Citizen 7, okay. I think, oh, but okay. he, didn't, he didn't actually cook there, I don't think. Oh, but so I think he, he was part of the, the development okay. of it. I don't know. Okay, gotcha. Uh, so anyway, it's good to see him uh, finding something new, so hopefully we can stop, back, stop by there for a, a happy hour. Uh, one of these days and check out some of the food. Um, you also had another new place on the East End. Tell us about that one. Yeah, so another well-known chef, Chef James Moran. He right. previously worked at the Pine Room. He worked at Eight Up. He worked at Ceviche at one point. So he's mm-hmm. pretty well-known in um, some restaurant circles around here. He is starting his first ever concept um, with a partner. Her name is Ashley Saylor. And um, they met while working at Sullivan University's catering program. Mm-hmm. And so it's called So You, and uh, you need to pay attention to that pronunciation. Don't call it Sow. Yes. <laughs> How's it spelled? It's S-O-U. Yeah. So Everyone will be so calling you. it Sow. I know. I was waiting <laughs> for that. Speaking yeah. of branding, they have So You separated out onto two different colors. So if you take a look at their sign, it might make a little bit more sense in how you pronounce it. But See, it, it is a unique name. I didn't name. notice that when I looked at the sign. I, I looked at the sign and went. No one's going to pronounce that. No <laughs> yeah, everyone's going to pronounce that wrong. Sow, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but... And did you mention it was built... Uh, where was it? Uh, it's at um, a former Skyline, right? Yep, it's in a former Skyline Chili's. And, and it you looks have so great if you haven't seen the photos. Yeah, it you should check out the like photo gallery. You wouldn't imagine yeah. that it was that yellow and purple tile grossness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, rough. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I hate <laughs> spaghetti and chili, but... What? Oh, t- 
topic for another podcast. Yeah, topic uh, for a different yeah, podcast. There is, I'm, glad to he- I'm glad to hear that you agree with me because every time I bring up the fact that I don't really care for Skyline. That's spicy spaghetti. Everyone, <laughs> everyone disagrees with me. So Spicy spaghetti. <laughs> spicy spaghetti. Um, let's see. Uh, there was a couple of restaurant closures recently too, right? Uh, one of them I wrote, uh, which was about La Bamba, the place on uh, Bardstown Road. It's not totally closing forever. No. Uh, it's getting a refresh, so they're going to knock down that building, uh, build a new building. It's going to contain re- retail in it, and uh, La Bamba is going to come back in the in the in the back of the building. They say they're going to get that done by next April. I'm not holding my breath because that sounds like a lot to get done before April. I've so. seen few people as despondent as um, Shea Van Hoy, our yes. editor-in-chief, the day that news came oh, out. Oh, he yeah. was so sad. Yeah, yeah it's his favorite They're actually having place. a going-away party for that. Is that tonight? <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, it is tonight. Yeah. yeah. Is. Um, He's having a farewell party because he will love One last MS burrito. So <laughs> one last burrito. <laughs> Did you guys ever eat it at uh, La Bamba? No. no. Me neither. <laughs> Me neither. And, like, I would laugh at the sign when I was in college because it said, Burritos as big as your head. Uh, and I remember being like, ha, I'm never eating there. Uh, there was <laughs> Taco Bell next door, I think. <laughs> so really close by. So I always went there. One of the greatest parts about La Bamba is the fact that the drive through was on the wrong side. So <laughs> yeah. yeah to reach that. over to your passenger window and pay. It's and like, uh, food. It's like a rally. So <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, yeah, so th- and then there was another one which Haley wrote about uh, Stout, right? That's yes. closing. Stout, burgers, and beers um, over... On it's on Bartstown Road, right? Yeah, Bartstown yep. Road. Next to Luvino. Yeah, next to Luvino. It's actually owned by Chad Coulter. Um, well, the uh, building, building is the not building the. Was owned by him. Yes, okay. he yeah. he didn't own the concept that came from California, um, and most of their restaurants are in California. Mm-hmm. Um, they have one in Brentwood, Tennessee. But anyways, the building is owned by Chad Coulter, and he confirmed that they were closing. We don't know why, um, yeah. but it's open for lease if anyone's interested. Yeah, yeah, we saw that's how you got the story, right? Yep, saw it on a, a website for lease. So. Yep. Um, I liked Stout. I ate there. I only ate there one time, but I thought the uh, burgers, the burger that I had was super good. Did you guys ever get a chance to check out Stout? No, I always saw it when I would go to Luvino. Close to the mic now. Sorry. <laughs> I would see it when I would go to Luvino, but um, yeah, never. Yeah, never that's a good there. spot. Good spot. I've been there a few times. Uh, had a very respectable beer list. Pretty good. Beer yeah, list. I thought so too. I thought so too. So, um, moving us on to the NBA to Louisville, Marty's going to be very upset because he wrote this story and I didn't invite him on this week just because of time. But uh, I figure I'll just handle it for him. Hopefully, he probably doesn't watch when he's not on. Um, so uh, basically, uh, they had, they've launched this new uh, three tiered ambassador club. Uh, as a means of drumming up uh, more support. So they're trying to get uh, people to buy into these various levels of ambassador. And you get different rewards if you're like a a top-level ambassador. You might get rewards that you wouldn't if you're a bottom-level ambassador. And it all just adds financial support to this movement to bring uh, NBA to Louisville. Uh, And the reason I want to have Zach in here is this story came up. We were in a meeting, and Zach said, I don't know about this NBA to Louisville thing. So I wanted to get your take. Uh, You know, do you think... Uh, what do you think of this effort? Do you think, um, you know, NBA has a chance to come to Louisville? Yeah, I think I'm going to get a lot of angry responses <laughs> for this, but uh, there is no chance in hell the NBA is coming See, here. you got to believe, man. you got to well, believe. I, hey, I, and also, that's not to dollars. say that I don't want it. I definitely want it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think uh, NBA team would thrive here. I yeah. really do. But I don't see it happening. Yeah. L has that Yum Center lease just locked down. 
Yeah. Uh, so they would have to completely retool the lease. They have priority scheduling. They get all the revenue from the suites and concessions. Yeah. An NBA team would not agree to play in that building. So you pretty much have to play in a renovated Freedom Hall or build a new arena. Yeah. yeah. I don't see it happening. Also, you've not mentioned the billion or so dollars that it would cost. That is true. Dan Issel told uh, <laughs> Wave News in uh, 2018, about a year ago, that it would be about $1.4 billion to get the franchise off the ground. Yeah. I just don't see that kind of money here. now. Uh, I don't know. I think that money is here. I just don't know if it's going to pay for an NBA They're, team. Uh, the best <laughs> no, the, the, the money's here. <laughs> yeah. Back to my cover story. <laughs> <laughs> but about 10 years ago, J. Bruce Miller had this big tease. He said that he had these foreign investors lined up ready to bring an NBA team to play in Freedom Hall. Well, it turned out that those foreign investors were John Schneider and David Novak. So, hey, you know, John Schneider has a lot of money. John Schneider's <laughs> been cashing out, so that might be his next venture. Yeah. So, yeah. the other hot story on our website is uh, Haley Road is about uh, John Schneider selling a, a lot of his shares at Papa John's, and he's uh, he's only he's a ten percent owner man. now. Yeah, yeah, and he's getting ten percent. Yeah, oh, wow, yeah. he's dumb. Yeah, he originally owned about thirty percent of the company, and he's been selling off all summer. He recently sold one point nine million yeah. shares for a profit of one hundred and seven million dollars. Yeah. If you're looking th- somewhere to spend the money, John, <laughs> no. uh, we, we want an NBA team <laughs> <laughs> for Christmas, please. It's a simple ask. <laughs> yeah, no, just, just a quick billion. So, yeah, Dan Issel's already worked out the math for you. <laughs> you don't have to do anything more than that. Um, let's see. So uh, I will get a few other opinions here. I'm do you, either you guys, you know, uh, what do you think of this effort? Do you, or do you think that Louisville has a chance at this? Brooke, it sounds like you are kind of, want, you want to be a believer on this, right? I, I always am. I'm always the, let's try it yeah. girl on the podcast. But, um, yeah, I mean like let's, let's give it a, I don't mind if people are out there trying to make it happen. Yeah. So yeah, focus your efforts, do that. Try to make it happen. We uh, we noticed on the website um, there's I, I respect the effort absolutely yeah. but yeah. the reality in my view I, I don't see it happening you I mean, and your I, damn I reality my <laughs> damn reality yeah we noticed on the website for NBA to Louisville it has various investors and supporters and business first owned. Lisa Benson is listed as mm. a supporter. Oh, I retract my. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I, I, you know, I don't know how she got on there, but uh, I don't even know if she knows she's on there. <laughs> she doesn't. I will mention this to her. Um, Hopefully, she's listening to the podcast. <laughs> Lisa. <laughs> Lisa, check, check. into this. Um, so, anyway, I'm gonna uh, wrap the show up there. Unless there's anything else that you guys want to add. I'm going to take that as a no. Um, uh, and before I sign off this week, I'm going to go around the table and uh, let you guys um, share your social media handles so you know where to reach us on uh, on social. And uh, also you can plug something you're working on. I know, Haley, you just finished up a cover story. So, um, so yeah, Haley, start with you. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Haley. It's H-A-L-E-Y. I'm also on LinkedIn and Facebook and all of that. Um, same spelling of my name. Uh, I just finished working on a cover story about venture capital and capital investment in companies in Louisville. Um, it's coming out tomorrow, so you guys should check it out if you're interested in that kind of thing. All right. How about you, Brooke? Uh, so you can find me on Instagram at, at btimmons26. Um, it's my personal account, but I'd be happy for you guys to follow me there. Um, 
And then on Twitter, sometimes I make a guest appearance there. <laughs> it's at VFLU Designer. <laughs> yeah. um, sometimes I'm there, sometimes I'm not. But tweet at me. Um, we'll see. <laughs> and um, right now I'm working on some our book of lists and our most admired CEOs. I'm really excited about both of yeah. those projects. Um, I think they're going to be great. Um, Zach's really put together a great um, publication with the most admired CEOs. So i um, ready to uh, to wrap those projects up, though. And uh, Yeah roll into the new year book a list is one of our most popular products and uh i can see why you know it's definitely worth checking out if you're looking for uh you know different uh, information on various companies competitors i can see why this is really valuable oh yeah it's a, so. and it's a huge project our book is 216 pages this year yeah. um and it's going to press tomorrow so this podcast brought to you by the business first book a list <laughs> <laughs> and allison stein <laughs> the data Steins. the data uh editor yeah uh zach how about you I'm on uh, Twitter at BFLuZak, that is Z-A-K, and uh, like Brooks said, next week we have our most admired CEOs, so a lot of good content there. All right, and uh, you can find me on Twitter at BFLuDavid. I'm also on Instagram, uh, kind of like Brooks on Twitter. I show up <laughs> there every once in a while. Uh, my uh, handle there on Instagram is DMan3001. Uh, you can also send me feedback on this show at AccessLouisville at Business. Oh, excuse me, at bizjournals.com. Let me try that again. Access Louisville at bizjournals.com. See the kind of pull I have here. I created a new email address for Access Louisville. I know, and then I totally screwed it up when I was announcing it. So so anyway, you can reach, uh, I I check that inbox if you want to reach out there, give me suggestions for the show or topics or whatever. Um, If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing to us uh, on popular podcast services such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Radio Public. We're also experimenting with the video version of this show. <laughs> so we're recording uh, a video version this week. We, and and if, uh, if it gets good feedback, we'll keep doing it. If not, maybe we'll throw it away. We're, we're just trying it right now. So uh, you can watch a video version of this on Business First Facebook and LinkedIn page. Also, I think our Twitter. It depends on whether Twitter forces me to shorten the video or not. So we're going to just find that out when I get there. Uh, but anyway, definitely uh, Facebook, Business First Facebook. Uh, so that's all we have for you this week. I appreciate uh, you guys for joining me, Haley, Brooke, and Zach. And I appreciate you guys for listening at home. Thank you very much. Bye.